You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. Reported by youairwithinthenorms.com Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire, in the spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Cud Joe Wilding B.S., Martin Jew, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. A Physician's Common Sense Observation Every person is entitled to effective pain relief. However, I continue to see articles on treatments and medication for pain relief. All of the treatments and medications fall short of their goals. In addition, every medication has side effects that far outweigh their benefits. NSAIDs can cause GI bleeding, kidney failure, and peripheral edema. Tylenol can cause liver failure. Neurontin can cause dizziness and mental confusion and is known to be abused. Lyrica has limited effectiveness and is used mostly for diabetic neuropathy and polymyalgia rheumatic. The most effective medication is opiate pain medication. The side effects are even better when the opiate is not combined with other drugs. Why, then, do we continue to substitute things that are not proven to work or where the side effects are severe? The risk of addiction. The problem with using addiction as a reason for not using opiate pain medication is that it ignores the facts and misrepresents the benefits. We have the medication that has been proven to be effective since 1803 when morphine was synthesized. Patients deserve to have safe and adequate proven pain relief. Lost in the discussion is tobacco. Lost in our conversation is what substance actually causes the worse harm? What actually is a gateway drug? Let us look at the evidence. We have known for years that nicotine has harmful effects. Lung cancer and emphysema are well-known side effects but take years to develop. Death is less traumatic because although abuse starts at a young age, death occurs at an older age. Nicotine, like opiates, is addictive because of the interaction between the drugs and receptors found in the brain and bodies of individuals. But if we look at the actual numbers, 450,000 people die from tobacco-related causes, while only 70,000 people die from opiate-related causes. Also, individuals who die from opiate-related causes tend to be younger, thus appearing to be more tragic. After all, parents should not outlive their children. I will also argue that tobacco is a gateway drug. Tobacco and alcohol are associated with being adults, and since children want to be like their parents, young people are encouraged to use tobacco and alcohol at a younger age. Opiates, on the other hand, are not introduced until a later stage in one's life. Bad behavior is introduced by society and in the home environment. Walter F. Wren, 3, M.D. For now, you are within. You are within thenorms.com, Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. The Norms.